Hi, this is Chris. Have you ever disliked someone because of how they looked, or the way they talked, or because they come from a different part of the country than you? Then hold on for today's adventure in Odyssey. Oh, hi there. I'm John Avery Whitaker, and welcome to Odyssey, a place where great adventures and new discoveries happen. But why take my word for it? You can see for yourself when you join us for today's Adventures in Odyssey. Chris here again. There's a song called Jesus Loves the Little Children. You may have sung in church or at home. Remember it? It talks about how Jesus loves children, whether they're red or yellow, black or white. It says they're precious in his sight. But what about you? How do you feel about people who are different from you? It's not something you may think about a lot, but Lucy's about to be put in a situation where she'll have to. We'll find out what happens when we start our adventure in Odyssey right after this. This month on the Adventures in Odyssey Club, a simple man in ancient Israel receives a visitor. I am honored, King David. The king has a proposal. I'm searching for an honorable man, willing to house and to protect the Ark of the Covenant. But Obed-Edom's son is unhappy about keeping the Ark inside the house. What would possess you to bring something so dangerous into your home where you or mother or even Othni could be in danger? This month on the Adventures in Odyssey Club. A new controversy has shaken Odyssey. One of the city council members has said something he shouldn't have said. Listen close, and we'll get a better idea of what's going on. My comments were taken entirely out of context, and I'd like to say again, I am not a racist. Some of my best friends are of foreign extinction, uh, extraction. However, in light of the public outcry, and so the city council can get on with more important issues, Effective immediately, I'm resigning my chair as city councilman, a position I've served faithfully for seven years. Thank you. After the press conference, Councilman Glossman went on to say that he would be moving to Chicago, where he would take a position with the Webster I think that's all we need to see. I watched that on the news last night, Miss Medloff. Why did you want me to watch it again? Because I think it would make a good article for the Odyssey Owl. You want me to interview Mr. Glossman? No, Lucy, I want something bigger than that. I was thinking more along the lines of an expose. An in-depth article about why Mr. Glossman resigned? An in-depth article about bigotry in Odyssey. You know what bigotry is, I assume. Well, that's when you don't like someone else because of the color of their skin or where they're from. Something like that, right? Mm, Close enough. See, Glossman had to resign because he made some remark about the Japanese. I want an article that explores other examples of how bigotry shows up in our town. Well, are you sure there is bigotry in Odyssey? Oh, everybody's prejudiced against somebody, Lucy. We all do it. That's what I want you to check into. What is it about human nature that makes us dislike people for things they can't help? Things they can't help? Like what? Just as you said, where you were born, the color of your skin, the way you talk. That's what being prejudiced means. You're prejudging someone before you know them. Why do people do that? Better still, what does it feel like to be on the receiving end of bigotry, to be discriminated against? Discriminated. Yeah, there's your article. 
Do some interviews and get it back to me within a week. Well, but Miss... Something wrong, Lucy? You want me to give it to one of the other kids? No, I'll do it. I was just trying to figure out where to start. Where do you think you should start? So, you're doing an article about bigotry, huh? Yes, Mr. Whitaker, and I thought you were the best place to start. Uh, why? Do you think I'm a bigot? No, I just thought that, well, you could give me some clues about who to talk to. I don't think I know any bigots. <laughs> well, if you ask directly, I'm sure most people would deny being bigots. That's a pretty harsh term, but we all have prejudices of some sort. Even you? Oh, I suppose so, but I'm working on it. How? By trying to see people the way Jesus sees them, from the inside out. You see, when I take a look at someone, I want to see the heart, the spirit. What a person is on the outside doesn't last. But on the inside, there's a soul that goes on forever. This is for the Odyssey Owl, huh? Uh-huh. Well, okay. What do you want to know about? Oh, yeah, yeah, people being prejudiced. Well, you know, now I've been around Odyssey for most of my life, and I haven't seen a lot of bigotry. Folks here are pretty good about accepting people as they are. But I remember when I was a kid, my dad took us all to a church over in the next county. One of his patients was a pastor there. Anyway, we went, and when we got there, we found out the church didn't let poor people in for the services. I guess they could tell by the way he was dressed. Anyway, they had to sit on the grass outside the window and listen from there. It's a real shame. I'm not sure how Christians can do that to each other. I got grass stains on my trousers, too. Think I'm prejudiced. I mean, you know, if somebody acts a certain way that I don't like, I don't immediately assume it's because they have different color skin or funny shaped eyes or. <laughs> Did I say that? I didn't mean it. I meant eyes that are different from mine. You know, Lily. Lucy. Yeah, whatever. It's funny you should bring that up because I was just thinking about it. You were? Yeah. Because of that Glossman fellow having to resign. What a shame. A good councilman down the tubes all because of one comment. You thought it was all right for him to make a rude remark about the Japanese? It's a free country, ain't it? I mean, he was just being honest about his feelings. See, when I was growing up, we didn't have these problems. Nobody cared if you made a joke about somebody else and made a little remark like that. It was a big laugh, you know? People were what they were. I don't understand. People knew their places back then. You didn't have all this fuss over the minorities or whatever they call themselves these days. I knew my place. There were certain parts of New York you just didn't go if you were of a certain persuasion, if you catch my drift. I didn't complain, and they didn't complain when we didn't like them in our part of town. Got it? Would you consider yourself a bigot? Me? No way. Is that what this is all about? I thought you were talking about being prejudiced. Well, I think it's... Now, Laura... Lucy... You want to talk to some people who know about bigotry, you have to take a drive down to Slauberg. I used to work with a guy from there. It's only a few miles, just across the state line. Why? Have people there seen a lot of discrimination? Just take a drive down, and you'll get plenty for your article. Well, Lucy... Do you like it? It's a very good article. I think you got a wide variety of opinions on the subject, and you presented it very well. It's a model of what I like our articles to be, well-written and concise. Thank you. Yeah, however, uh -oh. I think it's missing something. Oh? Mm, technically, you've covered the issue. All the facts are there, but it's lacking heart. Heart? 
yeah, a personal angle. You didn't really capture what it feels like to be on the other side of discrimination. Where are the interviews with the people who've suffered from discrimination in Odyssey? Well, to be honest, Mrs. Medlock, I really couldn't find anyone. Well, except Mr. Riley, but that was when he was young. There must be someone. I mean, even if it didn't happen here in Odyssey, someone must have encountered bigotry somewhere. I don't know. I mean, I did talk to a lot of people, and everybody had an opinion about it, but nobody suffered from it. I find that very hard to believe. I don't know what else to do. I can't let this go as it is. Maybe I should get one of the other kids to finish the article. Someone who has some experience. No, no, wait. It's, it's my story. I want to finish it. All right. But, but how? Now, you just said that I'll you thought... I'll figure something out. I, I think I might have a lead. Yeah? Have you ever heard of Slauberg? Planning your vacation, Lucy? No, I was just trying to find a town on this map, and it's not there. Well, what town? Slauberg. It's just on the other side of the state line. Mm, never heard of it. What's so important about Slauberg? Well, I'm trying to finish that article about bigotry, and Mr. Rathbone told me Mr. that... Mr. Rathbone? Yeah. Hmm. Well, he said he knew a man from Slauberg. Apparently, they've been discriminated against for some reason and can tell me what it feels like. A whole town was discriminated against? That doesn't sound right. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't the whole town, but I want to go find out. Well, if I can figure out where it is. Why don't you ask Mr. Rathbone where it is? Well, I tried to call, but Rodney said he's gone on business for a couple of days. And I have to get this article finished now, or Mrs. Medloff will give it to someone else. Let me see your map. Well, if it's a small town, you'll never find it on this gas station map. They only show cities with larger populations. Why don't we check Wits Road Atlas in the library? It has everything. Hmm, Slauberg, Slauberg. There it is, a couple of miles off the interstate. How are you going to get there? Well, that was next on my list to figure out. I'll probably get my mom or dad to take me. Well, I'm through with work. How about if I do it? Well, I couldn't ask you to do that. It's so far out of your way. Oh, don't be ridiculous. I didn't have anything to do anyway. We could make it a little adventure. Well... Besides, I'm curious to see why someone would be prejudiced against the people of Slauberg. If you don't mind... Come on. Give your parents a call and we'll go. I'd like to see Odyssey Owl's top reporter in action. Sure, Connie. Don't go away. We'll continue our adventure in Odyssey right after this. Adventures in Odyssey Album 72, The Long Road Home, answers important questions while creating new ones. Okay, I've got an idea that will help us all get to know each other better. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Let's go around and name the worst thing you've ever done. Questions of faith lead Olivia to decide on her true friends. I've been trying so hard to figure out how to be your friend through all this. You did it to hurt me. Wonderful to see you again, my little Umnyashka. Hey, Leonid. And family secrets set out to complicate life for the Meltsters. You're nervous about the meeting today, aren't you? Indeed. Whoever sent me the text, that's what they wanted me to see. How do you know? Because... It's about my dad. Imaginary friends and mysterious maps are just the beginning of The Long Road Home. Now on the Adventures in Odyssey Club. CD and download. Find out more at adventuresinodyssey.com. 
School can be hard. It can also be hilarious. See how Average Boy Billy, Sarah, and Jenny learn from their mistakes as they follow God in Average Boy's new novel, Average Boy's Above Average Year. It's perfect for the 8 to 12 year olds in your life. Find it at AverageBoy.org. Want to contact us about the episodes you're hearing? Visit our website at adventuresinodyssey.com or talk to someone at Focus on the Family. Call 1-800-A-FAMILY with a parent's permission, of course. We always love hearing from you. And now, the conclusion of today's Adventure in Odyssey. Boy, you'd think the people of Slauberg would at least pave their road. Well, maybe they don't have enough money. Maybe that's one of the ways they're discriminated against. Well, this is terrible. How far do we have to go? Well, we should be there any minute. Oh, look, Connie. What's that? A house? Well, a shack. You think somebody actually lives there? I hope not. Look, there are more. Well, if that's what the town looks like, these people must be really oppressed. It reminds me of a movie I saw at school about the coal mining towns at the turn of the century. What do you mean? Well, these coal barons would set up makeshift houses for their workers and, and pay them just pennies to dig in the mines for hours and hours. A lot of the people were immigrants who didn't know better. They were treated worse than workhorses. At least that's what the movie said. This is perfect, Connie. I bet these people can tell me all about the suffering caused by bigotry and prejudice. Lucy wins the Pulitzer Prize for her expose on bigotry. <laughs> I can see it in the headlines now. Oh, this looks promising. Slauberg General Store. Good, I'm dying of thirst. <sighs> mm. Hey, an old-fashioned country store. It's like stepping back in time, isn't it? I can't wait to talk to some of these people. Maybe you can get an interview with the owner. Well, it doesn't look like anyone's here. Hello? Anybody? Hold on. Where do you think you're going? Oh, hi. Uh, we were just looking for... You should know better than that. I don't serve your kind in my store. Huh? Are you the owner? I am. Good. You're just the person I wanted to talk to. And I wanted to buy something to drink. Somewhere else, lady. I told you we don't... Serve our kind in your store. Well, what kind are we? Sitters. I don't serve sitters here. Sitters? Just as I figured, dumb as all get out. Sitters. City folk. <laughs> We're not city folk. We're from Odyssey. Even worse. Town that can't make up its mind what it wants to be. The sitters have one tea or two. I think you might want to get on your way. Look, I only wanted a drink. Don't you sell drinks? You must be one of those radical sitters. Don't try anything with me, lady. You won't sell me a soda? In a word, no. I don't sell to sitters. But if you give me a quarter, I'll let you use a hose round back. Just don't put your mouth on it. Maybe we should go, Lucy. But what about my article? Article? There's one thing I hate more than sitters. It's sitters who write for newspapers. All that nonsense. You shouldn't be allowed to get away with it. How do you know what my writing's like? You've never seen anything I've written. Don't have to. You're all the same. Dumb, lazy, and pretty sneaky if you're given a chance. Only one sitter I've ever known that I liked. He's only good for washing dishes, and even then he had to do it twice. You don't know me. You can't know how well I do dishes. Let's go, Lucy. Yeah, go on, you two. Get out before you smell the place up. Especially you, little girl. When's the last time you had a bath? Not that baths do sitters much good. Now look, Mr. General Store Owner, you can't talk to her like that. Yeah, and I guess you think you can do something about it. Maybe write a nasty letter about me in your newspaper. 
Well, little lady, I could care less. Only sitters read it anyway. I have never heard anybody talk the way you do. You see that sign up there? Yeah. See what it says? Mm-hmm. It says, I reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. And that anyone at this particular moment is you. Now get out before I throw you out. Lay a hand on either one of us and I'll call the police. <laughs> well, go ahead. In this town, they're on my side. Let's go, Connie. Uh, maybe we can talk to somebody else. And don't come back. Oh, I can't believe it. This is the United States. He can't get away with treating us like that. I don't get it. I thought he'd be glad to see us, to tell us how terrible discrimination is. Well, I'd like to register a complaint about him. I wonder if there's a city hall around here. Maybe I could talk to the mayor. I want to talk to the mayor. Let's drive down the... What's this? A ticket? What for? Parking illegally. There's nowhere else to park. No signs either. How was I supposed to know it's illegal? Now I am going to talk to someone. What about that little building over there? It looks kind of official. Suits me. So you got yourself a parking ticket, huh? You should be more careful where you park. I was careful. There weren't any signs. Most folks around here know that sitters have to park out back. We don't like their cars on the main street. They make the place look trashy. Well, my car is in perfect condition. Sure it is. Well, if you want to pay this thing, you can be on your way. Pay it? I came to complain about it. <laughs> complain? You? Oh, please. I don't believe I've ever had a sitter try to make a complaint before. Well, this one is... I don't see how you can get away with writing me a parking ticket when you didn't have any signs posted or the curb marked or anything. If you want to complain about it, you'll have to talk to the mayor. Okay, great, because I want to talk to him about the way we were treated in the general store, too. Really? Hmm. Well, you wait right here. I can't believe they're treating us like this. Who do they think we are? Sitters. You know, I don't think I'm going to get a very good article out of this. The mayor will be right with you. Are you sure you don't want to pay it and get out of here? Look, even if I decided to pay it, I'd have to wait until I got home. I don't have any money. How much is the ticket, anyway? How much do you have? Maybe ten bucks. I have a dollar. It's fifteen. You're kidding! Well, I'd have to write you a check when I got home, anyway. I'm sorry, but you can't leave until you pay. Huh? But it says at the bottom of the ticket that I have 30 days to pay. <laughs> Only the town folk, not sitters. What? What'd you expect? Everybody knows that sitters can't be trusted. You! You leave town and we'll never see you or the money again. Excuse me, but this is the owner of the general store. He's the one I wanted to complain to the mayor about. Go ahead and complain. He is the mayor. I think we better go home now, Connie. They don't have any money, Henry. Really? What do you know about that? I suppose they could go to work for it. What's the going rate on scrubbing the jail floor? Sitters get 60 cents an hour. For a $15 fine? They have $11. Well, that's a good six hours work. I don't believe this. Unless, of course, you want to spend a week in jail and get paid nothing for doing all the scrubbing. You can't put me in jail. I'm underage. I don't believe in discriminating against a person because of her age. We treat all sitters alike around here. So, what'll it be? I want to call my mom. I want a lawyer. You have to give me one phone call. I have my rights. Listen to this, Matilda. A sitter yapping about her rights. <laughs> 
not sitters, don't you see? We're people just like you. Flesh and blood, mind and spirit, we're no different. Why does it matter whether we're from Slauberg or Odyssey? We're all people, created by God, and we should be treated with compassion and respect. You can treat us any way you like, but in the long run, you're the one who's really going to suffer from your bigotry. You have six hours, Missy. Now, how do you want to spend it? Scrubbing floors so you can get out of here? Or locked up in jail? This can't be happening. I refuse to believe this is happening. You may refuse to believe it, but my body says it's happening. This is the United States of America. How long have we been scrubbing? An hour? It's a dollar twenty. Five hours to go. Oh, if I could just get to a phone. Yeah. My parents are going to start worrying soon. How soon? Well, I told them we'd be gone for a while. So they'll begin to wonder in about uh, four hours. Oh, boy. And my mom won't be home until later tonight. We're a couple of stuck sitters. Do you think you have enough for your article now? More than I ever expected. I'm sorry for getting you mixed up in this. No, it's not your fault. How could you know? That was a nice little speech you made, though. A lot of good it did us. All right, you two, you can stop now. You're free to go. We are? But why? I wouldn't ask a lot of questions if I were you. Just gather your things and pick up your car keys at the front desk. Maybe your speech made a bigger difference than you thought. Here are your keys. Thank you. Come back again when you have the time. Sure. <laughs> Maybe for my next vacation. Before we go, I have to know one thing. Why are you letting us leave? What do you think? Well, I'd like to believe you did it because you suddenly realized how wrong it was to treat us like you did. Yeah. Maybe you were stirred to compassion by Lucy's speech. You can believe that if you want, but I'm letting you go because that fella out front paid for your parking ticket. Goodbye. Fellow out front? I wonder who it is. Nobody knows we're here. Bart Rathbone! Hiya, girls. Is everything all right? What are you doing here? How did you know we were here? Well, I checked in at home and my son said you had called. I put two and two together and figured I better swing by here on my way out of town. I should have warned you about this place. Thank you for bailing us out. That's eh, the least I could do. Actually, it didn't cost me nothing. I told you I used to work with a guy from here. The one who owns the general store. I'm surprised he didn't lock you up for being a sitter. Nah. <laughs> for some reason, they like me around here. I'm sort of an honorary citizen of Slauberg. I can't imagine why. Can you? Lucy... This is one of the best articles I've ever read. Not only is it informative, but you really got to the heart of the matter. Thank you, Mrs. Medlock. You captured the sting of bigotry firsthand. Well, I felt it in my knees, too. I beg your pardon? Never mind. I'd like you to explain to the other reporters what you learned from this experience. Uh, maybe it will help them with future articles about bigotry. I don't know if I can explain it, Mrs. Medlock. Sometimes you can't really know what bigotry feels like until you've been there.
Genesis 1.27 says that God created man in his own image. Both male and female, he created them. The Apostle Paul taught in Acts 17.26 that from one man, God made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth. And in Romans 3.29, that God is the God of both Jews and Gentiles. He isn't partial. And John warns us to love one another because if we don't, we don't have the love of God in us. Anyone who says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness, according to 1 John 2, 9. Are you getting the idea? We should always try to do what Witt said early in the show, to see everyone as Jesus sees them, not as people with different skin or cultural background, but as people who need to know the love of Jesus Christ. Stop now and think about the many ways you can show the love of Jesus to others. And that's our adventure in Odyssey. You know, if you ever want to write to us, our address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., B6B4G3. You might also want to ask how you can get your own copy of today's episode. It's called Not One of Us. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Today's episode was written and directed by Paul McCusker. Our production engineer was Dave Arnold, and Chuck Bolte was our executive producer. And I'm Chris, inviting you to join us again for another Adventure in Odyssey.